Hey, I'm Simone Grace Soul. I'm a life coach who has built a six-figure business doing none of the things they say you should do. What's my secret? Being my unique self on social media and actually giving a shit about other people. In this podcast, I teach you how to do the same. Be your authentic self so you can serve more and earn more. Hey friends, this is a short one. Today I want to talk about plagiarism on social media. Let's face it, there's a lot of it going around and I'll be the first to admit I unwittingly participated in some plagiarism in my own day. What do I mean by unwitting plagiarism? It's like, you know, when you follow somebody and you're really in love with them, you're really enamored of their voice and maybe you even pay to be taught or coached by them and their voice is just in your head 24-7 and you, when you speak, when you write, you end up accidentally sort of co-opting their voice, their terms and their expressions and their intellectual property without even consciously being aware like, oh, I'm copying them. So that is totally a thing that happens. Like I said, it's totally a thing that I have done. Uh, I think of it as like unintentional plagiarism. And it's just really easy on social media. So if you're hearing me say this right now and you're like, oh crap, have I done that? If you are wondering if you have done that, you probably have. And listen, it does not mean you're a bad person. It does not mean that people noticed and hate you. It doesn't mean anything. It just means you're human. You wanted to learn. And oftentimes, you know, what we, how we learn is by copying others. And we don't always have the sort of awareness or brain space to be able to fully um, integrate what we are learning and digest it enough so that it comes out like, like our own voice. It takes a lot of awareness. It takes a lot of um, kind of honestly, like putting your brain to work to be able to do that. And today I want to sell you on why I think it is worth it. Please, with this, you know, underlying assumption, uh, caveat that I'm putting out that if you haven't been perfect with this in the past, does not mean you're a bad person. Seriously. That's why I'm telling you, like, I did it too. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. We can all forgive ourselves and give ourselves grace and move on to do differently. Here's why I think it is important um, and useful to you to really focus on developing your own voice, creating your own ideas, your own intellectual property, cultivating your own social media voice, even when it's really compelling, you want to adopt somebody else's because you like it so much. You know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, all of that. I get it. But every time you opt for um, taking on somebody else's voice, borrowing somebody else's ideas, you deprive yourself of the opportunity to create something that only you can, which is going to serve people in ways that nothing else can. I firmly believe that there is a unique genius, a unique creativity and brilliance that only you have, which surely it's, it's nourished and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, we all learn so that we can put all the different influences, um, all the different teachers, all the different 
parts of our lineage, that's all relevant. We all put that into the giant pot and we stir it up and we make a big, big soup. I just said soup because I was trying to say soup and stew at the same time. So <laughs> I actually think I remember Rachel Ray actually making that a thing. It's a stoop. It's like a stew and a soup. Anyhow, so all of your lineage, all the teachers you learn from, all of your influences, they go into soup stew and then you have to make it your own. While you acknowledge who influenced you, once you let it sit enough and once you kind of, and it doesn't have to take a long time, you just put your own brain to work and say, okay, so if I were to communicate this concept, if I were to talk about this, if I want to teach this lesson in a way that is entirely my voice, if I were to say it using my own words, based on my own experience, how would I say it? I mean, it's also true that there's no, there's nothing new under the sun. And a lot of the metaphors we use, um, we learn from our teachers. And it's not like it's wrong to use other people's met metaphors. I mean, if those metaphors are freely shared and taught for the good of humanity, right? But Think about, like, challenge yourself to come up with your own metaphors. Like, hmm, if I were to find my own metaphor, where would I look? Okay, so here's somebody's three-step process. If I were to come up with my own four-step process, what would that be? Here's somebody's concept, and here's somebody's acronym for that. How would I come up with my own Right. And if you find yourself using a lot of jargon that comes from somebody else's teaching and sharing, no matter how much you love theirs, what would it be like for you to think about coming up with your own? And in the beginning, I think that this process will feel a little bit clunky. You will have tons of, you know, voices in your head that tell you, oh, you're not as good as those other people. Your ideas are going to be lame. You have nothing to draw from blah, 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 like all of this self-doubt is going to come up. That is totally normal. And I really want to encourage you to keep going and practice trusting in your own creative intelligence, in your, in your ability to create intellectual property, in your ability to say things in your way, in the only way that you can and have that be the most valuable contribution you can make to the world. Just as there are people who will be best served by hearing things the way your teacher said it, I promise you there are people who will benefit massively even more from hearing things the way you said it, and they wouldn't find the way that the teacher said it more compelling than the way you said it because they re resonate better with you. This happened to me so many times in my life where I thought, you know, somebody, whatever, who my, whoever my mentor or, or um, the person I look up to is, I thought I had to be just like them. I had to sound like them and act like them in order to be credible, in order to be trustworthy, in order to serve. And it turned out when I started talking like me, acting like me, I was able to serve people so much better because my people were different from their people. So this is not to say that you can never borrow others' ideas. 
This is never to say that you can use other people, lean on other people's ideas and metaphors and and intellectual property because you know that's like literally how ideas spread. But if you care about being a leader, if you care about being a teacher and a force for good in the world with a platform of your own, what I want to tell you without trying to like make you feel paranoid about like oh my gosh am I plagiarizing? You know, I think you know in your heart when. You are leaning on someone else's voice when you could be reaching into your own brain, into your own heart, into your own soul to pull out what you really want to say. So I just want to give you the permission slip to do that because I am sure there are people who will be so well served by it who are just waiting for you to do that. I believe in you. I believe in what you have to offer the world. And the initial process of it feeling like a little bit self-doubty, a little uncomfortable, that is so worth living through so that you could get to the other end where you're going to find so many treasures. I just really wanted to tell you that. All right. I'll speak to you next time with a different message on fearless and social media. And I hope you have a great day or evening wherever you are.